0: What song do you want to hear, Dan? Beer!
1: 1500 ESPN's Beer Show is on the air. Presented in part by Elevated Beer, Wine and Spirits, Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores, and Red Cow and Red Rabbit. I think I'll have myself a beer. Now, alongside Mike Fratelloni, here's Chris Reavers. That's right, it's Thursday night, means it's
0: beer show night. 1500 ESPN online, we are 1500ESPN.com. I am popping my peas. I apologize for that. My name is Chris Reavers. (laughs) Along by my side is Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Stores. Hello. How you doing, Reavers? We are live inside of the TCL Broadcast Studios, before I forget to mention. um, I'm good. It's that odd week where it's a short week. It's almost like... The week between Christmas and New Year's, where it's like you kind of you got the extra day
2: off. And... Yeah, this has been the longest short week ever, though. Really? Seems, well, my girls are done with school tomorrow, oh. so they're like freaking oh. out. It's a lot of extra energy around the house because they know school's over. Tomorrow.
0: I need to. Okay, I'm glad you brought this up mm-hmm. uh, because you know you've you've been a father longer than I have. Yes, eight and ten years. Um, my son's last day of school. He just started kindergarten this year at Carver Elementary. Go Coyotes! Um. <laughs> his last day of school is Thursday so yes. I am am I excited about him being out of school I, I, you know what you this is a good because Kenny tells test. me horror stories Kenny's like it's the worst because now they're home all day all day long yes but you're not home all day long no so I'm not and, and yeah so I, I just don't know is this like a time I should be excited or what, what should I look how it, should it, I look see you know what I, I really like the consistency
2: of school. Like okay, let's You're go on to bed. You're, it's yes. I, I like that regimented schedule, but you know the summers can be great, and you'll see how fu- you know they just fly by. You're like, whoa, that was quick. It's um, did are, are you gonna have a graduation? Did they have a graduation? See, for this? that's
0: what I'm unsure of because you know I put she's the bride's in charge of everything. Okay. Okay. So, like tomorrow we have track and field day, so I, I get to volunteer. I okay. get to volunteer for a little bit, um, and I'm gonna be coming in a little bit late to do the show. But um, so they're doing that at the school. But I haven't heard, and they might be, I just haven't heard if they're doing a graduation. So
2: will you like pull your son aside and say, hey, uh, run a little faster or I'm not going to feed you tonight? I could do that. Motivational tactics. Do you have any of those things like um, little Timmy over there is beating you and Timmy has one leg? Well,
0: the thing with William is Mm -hmm. that he
2: does, he's pretty competitive. Okay. So he wants to win no matter what.
0: Yeah. And it stems from, you know, basically me and his brothers, us three screwing around the house where sure. it's, I want to be first to do that. So it's, there is a lot of that already inside of him.
2: So I have one super non-competitive child and then one very competitive mm-hmm. and they were at gymnastics. So they're both on the same gymnastics team, even though they're two years apart. Right. So the younger ones on the older gymnastics team and they have to run to get warmed up. So I'm at Hamlin cause I go to gymnastics at Hamlin and I'm watching my youngest daughter run around the track, beating everybody, mm. beating everybody. She gets all the way to the finish line. She stops. So what are you doing? She goes, just don't want to win no and i was like oh that's like that's like saying i can win but i'm not going but to. i'm i'm gonna go ahead I'm and let someone let you win. Uh, honest to god i thought oh great good luck to you doll right <laughs> right yeah because you have a different kind of competitive streak one that says watch folks I can beat you all. So but what you're I don't care.
0: basically telling me because he's going to go uh, to our our original daycare provider. So that's how he's going to yeah, spend his good. summer. Yeah, it's going to be the same. So I still should just stock up a lot on beer. Yes. Is that you're saying?
2: And, yes, and you know where you would learn that is from listening to the beer show. That's right. Or hosting it. I'm so
0: here. speaking of that, I, uh, Such gave me this story earlier this week, and I wanted to run it by you because uh, you know we all love the earth. We're all very yeah, uh, we're, we love we're, the earth. We're environmental friendly here in the show. A Florida brewery is unveiling a six-pack ring that can feed sea turtles rather than kill them. All right? You've... uh this is a guy for the the is it the Times Picayune is that the Times Picayune is that is that uh, that's New Orleans. Orlando? Oh, it's New Orleans, isn't, okay. it, isn't it? Yeah, I, I, think think right. yeah okay. I think you're right. I think you're right. So basically, what's happened here is uh, it's a good idea. You've seen the the the, the, the damage of the the plastic six pack rings. Yeah, you rings get the, you you get get the, the little sea-,
2: uh, sea turtle with the ring around its head, and they're not wearing that like jewelry. No, they don't want it
0: there. He's right? stuck in a yeah. six
2: pack ring. You know, I'm going to tell you. That would suck. Just imagine you had a piece of plastic tightly wrapped around your head and you couldn't get it off. You're saying
0: as if I haven't had that
1: (laughs) done before. Now on the beer show. Time to find out what's on tap. All right, so this is what's on tap. So... Um,
0: Saltwater Brewery, a craft microbrewery in Delray Beach. uh, I don't know what part of Florida that is. Where's Delray Beach? Uh, I don't know. Because you're Mr. Florida. uh, Developed the rings with a startup called E6PR. Troubleshooting and manufacturing the rings was expensive. E6PR hopes that other breweries, both small and large, will buy into the new rings and help bring costs down. Plastic pollution is a big issue for the Gulf of Mexico. According to a recent research by uh, LSU, the Gulf has the Gulf has one of the world's highest concentrations of marine plastic. Each net or bottle dipped into the Gulf by LSU researchers came up laden with plastic. Hmm. So they're going to create this, and uh, it's biodegradable but also edible for sea creatures. I think that's than- a good idea. I do, too. Right? You know, it does lead me down this path, though. Why has it taken since to 2018 to get this done?
2: Uh, brilliant idea. You ready? Okay. Because you know what I am. I'm an idea man. Don't make it edible for the fish. You know, all uh, due respect to them. Who cares? Make it edible for the guy drinking the beer. Yes. Make it taste like a Doritos. Pretzels. Yes. <laughs> right? And make them real salty so they're like, I need one
0: extra beer. I just need one more.
2: Yeah. So, you know, uh, bravo, guys, for not throwing plastic into the golf. Right? I love the Gulf. I don't want it filled with plastic. Go ahead and make it edible for
0: me. Let's, those fish have plenty of food in the sea, right? Yeah. Well, plus, I, I'm trying to remember the last time that I've either bought a six or a four-pack that's even had the, the regular ringed. Sure. Because now we have the hard, the hard capped, classic thing uh, yeah. t- that, that sit right on top of your can. Yeah, right. <laughs> You know what I'm saying. I, I think I'm stuck getting cute with that <laughs> You're a pervert. But I'm just—I I, I don't remember the last time I bought one that had the no, old I think, style. I think everybody,
2: maybe ch- you know, cheaper beers maybe have that, right? Okay, you know, maybe not, like domestic brews still have that. I don't even know. We should probably know that. But this is a good idea. You know make it for people make it for human consumption sure. that that's kind of fun it is fun why not right
0: um there was also a, another thing i wanted to bring up we had um, our guests last week from the lakeville brewing company mm-hmm. um were phenomenal they always are and uh it got me it got me thinking about this movement that we're seeing because th- we had the sad story of the 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 two places in st paul that are sadly closing their doors um which I thought you would have right off the top of your head. Why? I don't even know if I know this. Yeah, uh, I read this story uh, in John Heights' absence. I was doing news this week, but Ward 6 is closing. and Ward 6 is closing. Yeah, okay. and then there was another spot. Because w- w- Give me the location of Ward 6. Is that up on. Uh, yeah,
2: yeah. Um, uh, is that th- Cathedral Hill? No, that's on Payne Avenue, I think. Okay, because right?
0: there's another place on Cathedral Hill that's also a cl- long time. It's been in the. It's been in St. Paul for twenty plus okay. years. Hmm. Shoot, I wish I could remember that. But any in okay. any event, um, they're just both, two restaurants, or not breweries? Basically. Yeah, they're are two restaurants. Okay. But but rookie was very heartbroken by this because you know he's a St. Paul sure. guy, and and it just got me to think. Got me to thinking, is this what we're seeing? Because we always talk about the saturation point with with breweries, yeah. and we keep hearing from our guests, people in the industry, people that aren't as connected to the industry that no, we're not there yet. But I'm wondering, is that the um, the ripple effect? Could are we be. losing Are we losing the, the the neighborhood restaurant or the you know the chain restaurant that's not as strong in the in whatever market? Well, if that if it's these in. tap
2: rooms take away five percent <laughs> of their business because people are drinking at a tap room instead of eating at a restaurant, mm-hmm. that five percent could be just enough, right? To to push a restaurant out of business
0: because actually. I would think that if you're, you know, because I'm, I'm I'm assuming Ward Six is a locally owned or was yeah, but it was
2: that's a great restaurant. Maybe I'm maybe I'm thinking of someplace else, but that Ward Six was a extremely popular restaurant.
0: Okay, because I'm wondering if 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 you're operating on your own like that, mm-hmm. does it allow you more leeway or not as much as if you're a chain? Where if you're a chain. You've got to answer to a budget from up sure. above. So I'm wondering if there's if there's a longer leash yeah, in that but Maybe regard. you have
2: a little deeper pockets to weather a storm. You know what I think it might be reverse? Is the disparity between eating at home and going out is really getting big now. I went to a, a coffee shop in my neighborhood. I won't say the one, but mm-hmm. I had two cups of coffee. One was a fancy latte, right? And one was mine, a cup of coffee and two rolls. And it was 17 bucks. And I thought, huh. Seventeen dollars seems like a lot. And then you know what they did? They took that little white cash register computer screen and they spun it around that said, Would you like to tip 15, 20, or 25%? And yeah. I thought I just spent $17 on like a bear claw and a scone and two cups of coffee. It could have been two dollars worth of stuff. Right. I just spent seven 17- and now you want me to tip you twenty percent? Oh, wait, and that you know, I could go home and buy almost a new coffee maker. For that whole price, Mm -hmm. right? And I think that is maybe just the price of doing business in this town, in Minneapolis-St. Paul in general, is getting very expensive. So they have to raise their prices, but it's getting dramatically different than making it at
0: home. Okay, because I know for me, uh, well, I guess we, we, we did a couple of weeks, but I can't remember the last time that I went out to eat with my family. Yeah. Uh, well, well get, it's it's also part because you know my my boys are young. Yeah, but get ready to pull out a hundred
2: dollar bill without drinking. Well, that's right? just
0: it, that, and that's why. Because I mean, God bless all the restaurants and stuff. I'm just I am more of a homebody mm-hmm. whenever I'm not working or coaching a baseball game or what have you. But for me, it's it's I think we're also a little bit more fiscally responsible than maybe we have been in the past. Just mm-hmm. um, so smart. You have two kids. You have.
2: There's you know, just the a lot of stuff up. you got to pay yeah, for. Yeah, houses and college coming up and sporting things. You know, so their sports teams are not free either to oh, join? God,
0: yeah. nothing's you're, cheap no, anymore. No, you're lucky
2: you don't have kids that will get into dance. I, you know, I don't know if your boys are going to be dancers. I
0: don't think we're going to go down that path. Okay, so
2: you can maybe stick with baseball, which might be a little cheaper than dance or gymnastics, because mm-hmm. dance
0: and gymnastics... 500 bucks a kid per month. Well, and and Royce has been doing this for months because when when my son got into hockey this this last oh, season, yeah, he's, example. he's begging me, don't let him play hockey. Don't. And I'm like, well, oh. I'm not going to make him or 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 you know, force him not to you know play anything.
2: Do. Make it super easy. Get him a good pair of skates, right? And Say I just spent a fortune on these skates, and then take him and get them sharpened—the worst possible job ever. So he just <laughs> so sucks he at skating, falling. and he says, "Why would anybody want to do this?" And you, and you can say, "I don't know. I bought you the best skates money right. you can buy. You're just this just isn't your sport, and that might save you a Ferrari's payment.
0: That could be. That could Smart. be true. Yeah, basketball's so much cheaper. Oh, just roll it out here. You go. You got you a go. ball, and there's yeah. a
2: there's the net, and you can play in any street corner. It's perfect.
0: His name is Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores. Mike my name is Chris Reavers. That's Manny Hill over there. We're going to step aside for just a quick moment and come back with our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. This is The Beer Show, live on 1500 ESPN. Drinking beer
1: this is The Beer Show. Drinking beer today. On 1500
3: ESPN. How to like beer.
1: You're tuned in to The Beer Show.
3: Taste your beer, letting it wash over each section of your tongue.
1: On 1500 ESPN. B double E double R U N The only thing possibly more important than what beer you're drinking R-U-N. is where to get it from. It's B double E double U N. Let's make a beer run with the guys from Elevated Beer, Wine and Spirits. As 1500 ESPN's Beer Show now continues. That's
0: right. It's beer run time here on 1500 ESPN, 1500ESPN.com, and also available on Podcast One. It's our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits, the best bottle shops in the Twin Cities, located in South Minneapolis at Hiawatha and 42nd and White Bear Lake at 61 and 4th Street in downtown White Bear Lake. Tom is here, and I want to first start this segment out by thanking you guys once again, for being the title sponsor yeah. for uh, this year's Town Ball Classic. You guys stepped in on a really crucial part uh, of the event and uh, made it a, a huge success. And well, I know all the twins were above and beyond thrilled that you guys came on board. And, yeah, it was a lot of fun. So thank you yeah,
4: guys. Yeah, I mean, it's a cool thing and, and glad to be a small part of that. I know you put a lot of work into that. And and, and it's, a, you know, really a neat part of kind of Minnesota and, and summer, mm-hmm. the, the Town Ball stuff. So uh, it's a great, you know, showcase for that yeah and, and uh so yeah we were happy to be a part of that and and uh sounded like it went really
0: well it did it uh, given that it was a holiday weekend so and it was a lot earlier um, this year than we've done in years past mm-hmm. so it just we didn't really know what to expect but i think everybody was pretty happy with the results so but thanks to you, wow. yeah, you guys you guys stepping mean, up was a was a big time deal yeah, for us yeah for sure so uh with that let's talk and and look at that look at that sweet t-shirt the, that you and ryan the, yeah got. it's super
4: sweet <laughs> yeah
0: so with that let's talk some beer my friend uh, you guys do an exceptional job at both of your locations um really highlighting great great Man, craft it's beer it's summer now i know
4: it's Unbelievable! It's just it's here, and we're going crazy—just uh, a hundred miles an hour with beer season. Um, it, it you know it's just on, and and we're just running out so many promotions, so many like unbelievable beer deals, and and you know our guest today is is part of uh, our beer of the month program, which Sweet. is really taking off, and this is is this is prime time for that. You know it's like all right, let's go because. People are out there, you know, grilling on their Webbers. No,
2: <laughs> You know it, what sucks is somebody has, like, the Beer of the Month, and it's November, and you're like, crap. Right? They they hardly get anything. She, Dogfish Head gets Beer of the Month in June. Right? And prime she's going to sell, yeah, this is prime time. This so, is the Oscars well, of Beer of the Month. Well, yeah,
4: Dogfish Head was smart enough to bring on our friend Megan Parker, who is here today to, to be their sales rep in Minnesota. And, and we go back with Megan quite a ways. She actually... Worked for a time at Elevated and and has worn many hats in in the craft beer uh scene here in the Twin Cities for a long time. So uh,
0: happy to have her back on the show. Awesome, Megan, welcome back. Appreciate you. Yeah,
5: thanks for having me. All right,
0: so Dogfish Head Craft Brewery is uh, you know this is a this is a big beer in 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 craft beer in the craft beer world. Um, how is its presence here locally in the Twin Cities as opposed to other markets?
5: Sure. Um, well, we've only been in this market for a little over a year. We launched in Minnesota last March, so we've been going pretty steady since then. Uh, I came on last fall, and I think it's been going pretty well. Um, we have a lot of unique things that we do, so that's kind of our our thing. Mm-hmm. Um, off-centered ales for off-centered people is our tagline, so... We try to mix it up and bring something unique to the table, and I think we're doing a solid job of that.
0: Because I remember the launch didn't. Yeah, do, we did the launch. That's what with I Sam. Yeah, th- yeah. Th- that was really really cool, and what an interesting cat. But also, <laughs> what I got to find out afterwards was you guys make really good beer.
5: Thank you. You know, yeah. so
0: it's so I can tell it was probably an an easy sell to the to the Twin Cities public.
5: Yeah, I think uh, one thing that I really enjoy working for Dogfish Head is that. Uh, Going into locations, people know the beer and they've been really excited about it for a long time. Uh, we've been around for over 22 years at this point, so we've built a good following, and people are happy to see us come into new markets. So, so you own that made it easy.
2: The East Coast, because you're an East Coast beer, correct? Yep. So yep. are you? Is it just Delaware or New York, or where? Where is your hot
5: spot? Yeah, the brewery is in Milton, Delaware. So it's that's about, the hot spot, yeah. man. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> yeah, the hottest well, hot you know, spot. <laughs>
2: you know, Delaware, Milton, Delaware. It might not sound like anything, but it might be an hour from New York. Yeah, you know, it's. And,
5: it's two hours from Baltimore and okay. two and a half from Philadelphia, well, and so and, and a lot of wow. people yeah. drinking beer in that area.
2: And the brewery or like
4: the, the I don't, is it the actual brewery or is it kind of more like the hotel kind of tap room thing? I remember Sam was talking about that. It's really cool as kind of on the ocean, basically. Sure. Yeah,
5: we have actually all of those things. Uh, the, the production brewery is about 20 minutes from the coast oh, right. and uh, that's, that's right. in Milton. And then the Dogfish Inn is just... Down the road uh, in Lewis, Delaware, that's on its own. And then in Rehoboth Beach, we have the original brew pub where we've originally started crafting the recipes and things like that. Uh, And then a seafood restaurant next door.
2: Do you know that the the lineage of Dogfish Head, and when I think of, hey, Reavers, let's you and I open something. You, know, you really want to do that with me? I mean, <laughs> I, I don't think we're going to name it Dogfish Head. How did they get that? Do you have any idea?
5: Yeah. Uh, a dogfish is a, a term for a small shark. Okay. And Dogfish Head is a point in Maine. And Sam, our, one of our owners, uh, used to spend the summers there with his family. So uh, a, lo- a longer story, but he, uh, his dad actually said Dogfish Head—that sounds like a good name for a brewery. That's cool. <laughs> it, it is. is. That's, yeah. how, that's how
2: it's twenty. It I... Don't forget—that's for sure.
0: So let's talk about the can that um, <clears throat> you three jerks are drinking in yeah, front of me right so now that I can't enjoy. The
4: beer of the month at Elevated for <laughs> June one uh, is the new part of it. Is the the twelve pack cans from Dogfish Head? They have the newest that one is is in the twelve pack. Is the Sea Quench? Session Sour, which, yeah, we're enjoying. It's one of my favorite beers from them. Um, They do a lot of things really well, including continuing to innovate and do and try different new things. Uh, They do, you know, aged beers. They do really great IPAs, and they do sours. And this this one just has, like, everything kind of going for it. Well, Tom,
0: I didn't mean to cut you off, but what's interesting is, uh, you know, because I know that Dogfish Head is known for their IPAs. I didn't even know you guys made a sour. So, yeah. th- but that's also because I'm an idiot, but it's, <laughs> but, but I'm guessing that this is going to be one of those summertime kind of go-to beers. Is that what yeah, we're that's gonna, Yeah, that's the
4: thing. It's a 12 pack. So they have the 60 minute and I'll let Megan talk about it. But, uh, our deal right now is the 60 minute, the Namaste, the, the wheat beer and, uh, Sequench in 12 packs, 15.99 at both elevateds So, you know, normally you'll see that 18, 19 So it's a killer deal. And Yeah, the sequence you grab that and go out on a hot day. I it's mean, not it's not just seasonal, this is a full round beer, Megan.
5: Yep, okay. yeah, yep. all three of those are year round okay. for us. Yeah,
4: yeah, this one kind of started as a seasonal, I want to say. Yeah, yeah, and just was so popular that it, uh, and it just uh, what I was saying about the flavor is just it, it's, it's got great balance, uh, it, it showcases kind of the
2: lime, uh, it's. It's a session so it's it's drinkable and you Which can Which is weird for sour, right? Cuz norm, normally people don't say, "Oh, I want to go out and have seven sours." Well,
4: yeah, I mean it's it's not the typically uh uh ABV thing mm-hmm. is aren't always high They can be. No, but
2: the, just the bite on your right, tongue.
4: Right. Yeah. yeah, this is a little more drinkable. It is has the tartness. I mean, Megan, you can talk about it. I don't know why I'm going on Sure, <laughs> uh, yes. <yeah,
5: laughs> I so, <laughs> do. Sequench <laughs> <laughs> is my favorite too, so I talk about it whenever I can. But it actually uh, started out, it's a blend of three traditional German styles. So a Kolsch, a Goza, and a Berliner Weiss. Uh, so the Berliner, Berliner Weiss, excuse me, is giving it that tart flavor. The Goza incorporates some salt into the flavor, and then the Kolsch just adds a crisp, clean... Wild. Yeah. Yeah, and then we add uh, lime into the Berliner Weiss. So we actually brew those three beers separately, and then we combine them in the fermentation tank. and Well, you learn something you get. new every day. Mm, yeah. I didn't know that. I, I didn't know that either. <laughs> okay,
0: I'm, I'm going to ask the, the Reaver's real stupid question of the day. You guys all are yeah, right right? oh. and I, We need so, to have a thing for that Reaver's stupid question of man, the day. did you hear that? We need to have a Reaver's real And that could be universal, used yeah. throughout the entire
1: programming on 1500 ESP. Our boss wants us Agreed. to get more
2: formulaic. That will be perfect. All right. So
0: here's my really stupid question because we've been doing the show for nearly five years now, and I got to be honest, that's the first time I've ever heard of salt oh. being oh. A, an ingredient in in beard. So forgive me if it if it is, but that, that, is that unique?
5: Uh, for that style, it's common for a goza.
0: Okay, for they typically general, have salt.
5: Yeah, going back to the, the German tradition of brewing that beer. Well,
0: the reason I asked that is because, you know, everybody's now putting sea salt in everything right. to, and everything. And it sea salt. It so is salt. it is, yeah. okay. Because <laughs> I love it. I, anything yeah. that's got sea salt in it, I'm going to try it because I love a it. Perfect. technically all salt, sea salt, basically, but. Eh. Right? But yeah. Are we splitting hairs yeah, you at this well, point? I don't know.
2: It's a, you know. It does. The packaging really screams out. It says lime juice, lime peel, peel black limes, and sea salt. And it's one of the very few beers that you can taste. Oh, I can taste that. Yeah. Yeah, I can taste each one of those. Yeah. Although I don't know what a black lime is, but I can taste everything in there just the way they wrote it. I was what like, what oh, is black kinda, lime?
5: Dehydrated lime.
1: Ah.
0: So, so they
5: lend a little bit of bitterness and kind of uh, the aroma is more like a spice than a fruit, I think. Mm. Um, but I'm... Didn't know that either before I started so working for Dogfish Head. So. Well, how did you
2: get, let's talk about your pedigree in beer. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, knowing that you worked at Elevated, you get a lot of people coming in and you get to know what the industry likes. Yeah. Uh, how did you get into the, I mean, how? why did you care about beer? What happened?
5: Sure. I actually was, uh, started out as a member of Barley's Angels, so mm-hmm. a women's beer, beer club uh, for consumers and it kind of evolved from there. I got to know people in the industry. I realized what a great community we have here for craft beer in Minnesota and really all across the country and decided that was something that I wanted to pursue.
0: Now, did, are you guys because you guys were you part of the, the crew that came on to, to promote Barley's Angels? Okay. Yeah. that's what yeah. I thought. Um, is that a, is that a club that's always open for people to come and join? And
5: it's a club that's open for women to join. Yes. Well, okay. I'm sorry. Or
0: transgender, <laughs> so you got a chance. Well, just, I only, I ask because I know that someone's going to hear this and ask yeah. me about it, and I won't know the answer yep. unless I ask it on the air. Yeah.
5: Actually, uh, tonight is the the May Barley's Angels meeting. It's at Sociable Ciderworks. So so we're keeping. If there's it any that? ladies that want to get over there, they still have time because it starts at seven.
0: Oh, so. okay. So you got plenty of time plenty to get of over time. there. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. We should just start a club. Really- just, to just a me
2: you. and you, Barley's hombres. No, we could do, and we could have our meetings from six to
0: seven every Thursday yes, night. That's not bad, or, okay. or just one quick beer right after. That's all the time we have. Uh, So, Dogfish Head Craft Brewery is the guest here in the Beer Show. Courtesy of Elevated, the beer of the month this month is the Sea Quench Ale Session Sour. Did I get that right? Yes. yes sweet. Yep. That's because I'm reading Megan's can. <laughs> me. uh, but but wow. Dogfish Head does make fantastic beer. Uh, talk about the IPAs though, because you have the 60 minute IPA, the 90 minute IPA. I do want to I do want to hit on those. Yeah, uh, we do. Before we're uh, out of time.
5: Quite a few IPAs, but 60 minute and 90 minute are two of our flagships, uh, and very nicely balanced. Uh, they've been in our portfolio for a long time. Uh, And that's one thing that we try to do is make our beers approachable to the masses. So uh, traditional East Coast style IPA on the 60 minute, the 90 minute is an Imperial IPA, again, nicely balanced for for a 9% beer. Um, so, yeah, those are definitely worth a try as well.
0: Now, we've been getting along really well, and I'm going to ask you the question that's probably going to make <laughs> you angry with me. Yeah. Given your guys' location, have you been pressured to do the New England style IPA, given what part of the country uh, that you guys are are in?
5: I'm sure our brewers have had, had that request, uh, as most brewers probably have. Because to my well. knowledge,
0: you guys don't make one, correct? We do not. That's what I thought. No. Okay.
5: We actually have uh, a beer that's coming back into the market in June, though, called Liquid Truth Serum. Mm-hmm which has <laughs> That's sweet. <laughs> yeah which has some some of those similar flavors but it's not the hazy okay. cloudy IPA that you would Cuz
0: that's still kind know. of a very popular beer right? This isn't right. this isn't going this isn't dying by any no. means. So I just okay, that's right. I, I assumed that was going to be the answer. So thank you for not getting mad at me for asking <laughs> you that You're question. Welcome.
4: Yeah, I mean Dogfish had has done all sorts of things even in the short time that they've been here and and of course over their long history of of experimenting and trying different things with with IPAs and beers in general. I mean, we've seen, you know, the Blood Orange, we've seen Liquid Truth, uh, the, the Lupa Luau has coconut in it, um, so a lot of different um, mashups and and different things that they try. Uh, Megan was sharing a sneak peek of their Grape Must Beer, the Mixed Media?
5: Yep, that's correct.
4: That's going to be the next one that's yep. coming out.
5: It's actually available
4: now. Available now, not an IPA, but uh, it it actually incorporates grape must, so it's what's like 50-50 beer and wine.
0: Well, Tom, uh, riddle me this: you know, when you have a store, uh, you're you're like Mike always likes to point out, you're, you know, you're fighting for shelf space. Mm-hmm. It's at a premium, so you mm-hmm. got to put quality beer. But I think regardless of where you're going, if you see their label, Dogfish Head, you just you you know you're going to get a quality beer.
4: I yeah. think yeah, people uh, have you know. It, have a comfort level there they know you know they either know that they've had it before and liked it or know that it, it is well regarded um you know that's why we like to do these tastings though too is mm-hmm. is to say you know hey maybe you haven't tried this beer or you've heard of it you just heard that name and this weird name and you gotta put a beer taste to it and i think that the quality you know definitely comes through on their full lineup i mean every you know there's not a, a stinker in the bunch and and like i said super creative with all the Wood Age beers and the different series you know, we just got through Record Store Day and there was a really cool beer that they did for Record Store Day uh, in collaboration with the Flaming Lips. No so way. So the band, I guess, I don't know if Wayne Coyne was in
0: there. He what? was
5: involved. Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. Now you've, you've really opened up a new topic I want to discuss. Cause I love the Flaming Lips. So that's really cool. Well, what a, what's record store day B, how did this come about? Let's and C. Yeah. The floor Are is you yours. Are you a
2: disc jockey
4: technically?
0: Yeah, <laughs> you should, you should technically know what record store day is. No. where
2: I, record stores that still sell vinyl records. It's their day that they get to promote themselves. Right. But, why wouldn't they do that every day? Well, it's because it's a big event. There's and, like yeah. special
4: releases that come out that day okay. just for these independent stores, and they try to you know have fun and, and Yeah, oh, I'm gonna get a text Long from Brian Oak in like has a five minutes. He's gonna yell at me
0: right
4: now. <laughs> and 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 Dogfish Head has has been a, a big supporter yep. official beer yep. they're doing some cool stuff with that and we have a little promotion to talk about too but
0: well let me just a quick aside so i was at a flaming lips concert i used to work for a music station this was probably i would say 15 years ago and it was at the orpheum i would say and oh, cool i i knew their music because we would play their tunes on our station and i thought okay this would be kind of fun mm-hmm. so i went with two guys that work at the station that'll go nameless <clears throat> Jason Nagel, Brian Oak and they said you got to come it's a trip so i said okay let's go so there was i think there was four of us that went to the show and i'm seeing just complete theatrics and guys mm-hmm. in flaming suits mm-hmm. and a, there was there was one guy in a giant hamster ball on stage yeah. oh, wow. and i thought am i on lsd right now <laughs> like what's going but it was you, a
2: blast so you have your khaki pants on and your button down <laughs> you're yes like, uh,
1: i was the <laughs> suburbs guy you know, yeah, the, the guy from
0: the suburbs going "Oh, like, okay but it was it was great so they, uh, anyway i i really got us off topic there so i apologize for that um well and i think that they've just
4: they've kind of identified a little bit of uh chemistry or a, that's a even a thing that they've they've used in the name of their beer but like uh just that uh a kinship yes yeah, thank you uh, you know a creative kinship with with you know a band like that or or just the general record story you know it's just a, a lot of crossover with the craft yeah. thing and you know you know who you're working with and stuff like that so dogfish has been a a, a supporter of that and they gave us they are lucky enough to get some really cool um you know you normally get you Know some swag, mm-hmm. it's like a koozie or <laughs> a whatever. <stare>. Another koozie, <laughs> right? <laughs> this year for record store day, Dogfish had got us a or a couple full record players, really branded for Dogfish okay. and their special beer with the funny Lips. Yep, that's so, really cool. Yeah, limited, super limited edition. And uh, for the tastings, the beer show tastings this week, Friday. In Minneapolis and Saturday in White Bear, uh, you can register free. Register to win. Uh, we're giving them away. R- oh,
0: that's we, very cool. Are we eligible? Yeah. For yeah. <laughs> <system> <laughs> fun? I didn't ESPN see any fine print. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Yeah, but, yeah. Well, that's cool. So Friday from five to seven in Minneapolis, and in Saturday on Saturday from three to five in White Bear Lake.
4: Yeah, we uh, had we had the the records player on display last month for. Uh, well, you day tweet
0: out a photo of it yeah, so yeah, the, i'll make sure to retweet yeah, it because that's it's a really, really
4: cool cool and unique thing it's got like the built-in
2: speakers right with it and mm. it's just it it's because
4: cool vinyl's one.
0: making a huge comeback in my opinion because sure. i i love listening it's to huge. tunes on vinyl yeah. anyway
2: well you know why because musicians don't need to make 30 million cds everything is downloaded and they could say oh let's spend a hundred grand making actual vinyl albums
0: right, right? why not right. That's, right that's our
2: homage to that
0: all right so dogfish head Craft Brewing is the guest here and that double-featured beer show tasting. If people, Megan, are hearing this and want to find out more about you guys, how do they go about that?
5: Uh, they can check our website, dogfish.com, or so the various social media avenues. Uh, I do have a Minnesota Page for Twitter and Instagram as well. Cool. And that's Minnesota OCSR.
0: Or they can just go over to Social Sideworks right now. True. And yep, they'll go I'll hang I'll out with there. you. Not right now, but <laughs> shortly. Give
4: shortly. her 10 minutes. Come on. <laughs> that's
0: awesome. And that, that double featured beer short tasting, as we mentioned, is a thing that Elevator does every single week. And they give you the chance to, to try some of this awesome craft beer and do it for free.
4: Yeah, I mean, like I said, the mainline stuff is really, really solid and worth a try. We have an unbelievable deal on the 12-packs, but then we'll also be tasting through some of the more unique things, so maybe give you a chance to try something a little off-the-wall or off-centered, as they would say. And So it's always fun, it's always free,
2: and you can sign up to win that Sick record player. And as awesome. Tom said, Dogfish Head, not a stinker in the bunch. No.
5: it's a great line. <laughs> that is that's a great line. our new line. billboard. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Sam, you can use
0: that. Just call me. All right. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Talk to you guys again next week. All right. That's going to do it for this week's weekly beer run. More to come. Do not touch that radio dial. This is The Beer Show.
1: This is The Beer Show. Let's go drink some beer. On 1500 ESPN.
2: Hello again. This is Mike Fratelloni. From I can
1: get you buzz. Get you smiling You're tuned in to The Beer Show yeah, I can fix them. On 1500 ESPN
3: It starts with One
0: Final segment I of the beer why. show right here on 1500 ESPN, 1500ESPN.com. And we're going to turn to the phone lines and uh, welcome in a friend of mine and a, a, a woman near and dear to my heart who's uh, joining us uh, under unfortunate circumstances. But uh, I wanted to draw attention to a benefit that's going to be taking place this upcoming Monday night up at 10K Brewing. And Ashley is on the phone with us right now. How are you, dear?
3: I'm okay. How are
0: you? Pretty good. So you lost your father, and uh, you had set up this benefit uh, to kind of help take care of some, some medical costs and things of that nature. And uh, yeah. I'm, I, you and I have known each other through various fronts for a number of years, and I wanted to to, to bring this to light because people can kind of help um, with these costs and, and also get the chance to go up and check out the brewery and check out your guys' fantastic beer all at the same time.
3: Yeah, you know, our dad, he's a contractor, and he actually built the brewery, and he is very, for almost a year, he actually brewed with my brother, oh, wow. so he was pretty instrumental. I mean, he's obsessed with IPAs, <laughs> so, and if anybody's ever been to the brewery and sat at the bar, there's chances that my dad talked your ear off and, like, became your best friend, because he would literally sit there and just talk to anybody about anything because that's just who he is and i think sometimes that's probably where i get my craziness because (laughs) of him but yeah so a a lot of people know him if you've ever been to the brewery you've probably seen him
0: you know and it's funny you say that because i was actually having a conversation with our news guy john height who lives not too far from 10k brewery and Which he's, happens to
2: be in Anoka. Yeah,
0: right. And yeah. Uh, he's the one that actually mentioned that. He says, oh my goodness, I didn't see that Ashley's father passed away. I've sat in there many times and just had conversations with him. But you're 100% right. That's just the kind of guy he was.
3: Yeah. So we, uh, we'll have live music. We'll have good food. We'll have silent auction items. And it'll just be a really awesome celebration. And everybody can come and just tell stories about how cool he was.
2: And Ashley, for this is Mike Fratelloni. I don't know 10K. Can you give me a little background on the brewery because it's kind of new to me?
3: Yeah. So it was opened November seventh, two thousand and fifteen. Um, my brother and I started that. He was a home brewer for many years, and he traveled for work. And so when he would travel, he would stop at different tap rooms. And one day, over like Thanksgiving dinner, he brought some of his blonde ale. And we were drinking it, and he said, "You know, I really, really want to start a brewery, but I just can't find anybody to do it with me." And I said, "Well, I'll do it." <laughs> and my mom was just like, "You're not serious, you know?" And I said, "Yeah, let's do it." So a year later, we opened the brewery. Um, it's a three-barrel system, so it's it's smaller, but definitely keep um, keep up enough beer. Uh, my brother recently hired a, an assistant brewer to kind of keep up with things, but. Uh, it's just expanding and doing really, really well, so it's, uh, it's been good.
2: So it sounds like it was a big family affair and, and missing one big spoke of it now, it sounds.
3: Yeah, I mean, we reno- our building is 140 years old, so my dad, we renovated it back down to the original, and it was kind of cool because I kind of left the career that I was in, and I was there with them every single day for seven months, mm-hmm. renovating this brewery, and It was cool, and then, obviously, we would sit at the bar and drink lots of beers, so it was great.
0: You know, and and Ashley, the thing that I love about not only doing this show, but in getting the chance to meet a lot of the brewers and a lot of the owners of these craft breweries is is that communal sense of family, Um, whether it's people that are in different walks of life or in different breweries that want to sample and are just generally just fans of the other breweries that are either in their neighborhood, or there's just this certain kinship that exists, and why events like this you know, are worth highlighting and actually just, just worth showing up and, and, and having a beer in that person's honor.
3: It's very cool because as soon as I kind of put the word out that we were having this benefit, the entire brewing community rallied behind us. Um, we've got silent auction items from so many different breweries. Um, it's There's a lot of breweries, but it's like a small little family yep. where we all help each other, we all support each other. And a lot of people know my dad. So as soon, like I said, as soon as we kind of said that we were going to do this, it was just like an overwhelming support And every single. I was actually at Omni Brewing today for lunch and um, tried a little bit of their new beer out of a fermenter. And um, Zach, the owner there, was just like, Any, literally anything you want and need, call me first. And it was just cool because it's just a great community to be in.
2: That's very it's a very sweet story Ashley. You don't know me, we don't know each other, but I work with my father and it does you have those days where you think, "Oh, I wish I didn't work with my father." But I I promise you in those 7 months you spent with him, uh you know, as you were building the brewery and you were hand in hand doing that, those are things you'll never forget. Yeah. I mean, it's it, it's cool. it's so important to have that
0: time, I think. I agree. Yeah. Well, Ashley, uh, again, the benefit is going to be taking place this Monday. Why don't you give out the address for the brewery, too, before we forget?
3: So it's at 10K Brewing. Uh, means brewed in the land of 10,000 lakes. And the uh, address is two thousand five Second Avenue, and that's in Anoka. And uh, it's right off Highway 10, so it's a quick little jaunt north, but uh, we're going to have a lot of good beer, good food, good people going to be a fun event.
0: All right. Well, there's there's a chance you're going to see the newsman, and there's a fighting chance that you're going to see me on Monday night, so anything that we can help to do in the meantime, yeah, don't hesitate and reach out to us, girl, okay?
3: I love you guys.
0: Awesome. Thanks, Ashley. We'll talk soon.
3: Yep. Bye-bye.
0: You got it. And uh, like I said, it's, it is that really cool communal... I mean, uh, in an unfortunate situation, mm-hmm. obviously, but... You know that's what we love about doing this show. Yeah, we get I mean, to meet all these people. That it's an are...
2: unfortunate situation, but not everybody's cool in unfortunate situations in other industries. No, this one—they're no. calling her up saying, "Hey, what can I send to your auction? What can I do for you?" And that's that's different from so many different industries.
0: It, it really is, and you know, I—it's—it's—it it, sucks because when the, these events come about, it mm-hmm. is because of unfortunate circumstances. Mm-hmm. But it's what I love about this industry the service industry that communal sense of just hey everybody's in we're all everybody in this in. together and that's it's one thing that i've really genuinely appreciated about uh the hubbards and bradland and everybody else giving me the chance with you to do this show for the last five years because we get to meet these awesome people yeah
2: I, you know you know th- let's be honest though if there's not a ditch diggers group that,
0: hey, I heard you're right. having trouble with that <laughs> ditch. Can
2: we come on over? Because you know, hey, I heard you're having uh, some beer issues. Let me come on over and have some pints with you and see what's going on. Right. It's a little different. It is right? a little bit okay, different. Okay. So, yeah. uh, and,
0: and again, it would be a good excuse because I've heard a lot of great things about, well, I told you, John Height is basically he lives there. They, oh, really? they can't get rid of him because it's, it's I think, less than a mile from okay. his house. And he's a big craft beer guy Absolutely. like all of us. So he's he was actually the one that kind of pointed something. Are you going to this on Monday? And I've, like I You've said, I, I have a personal connection with Ashley. We've done work together. And I thought, oh my God, we got to get her on and help promote yeah, this. Then, so.
2: You know, that's funny that we haven't had her on the show. Because
0: I, she's never been on here, right? She was very reluctant to come on coming on today, but I made her do it. Oh, really? That's why okay. so I've, I've, but I've, but I've extended the invitation before. Yeah. she's never
2: been on. Yeah. and I, you know, I'm trying to think of what else is up there. Anoka's a pretty darn big town, yeah, right? Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, point. there's a lot of things going up there, a lot of beers getting uh, being had up there, and I can't think of a, m- many breweries right in that area. That, so.
0: uh, well, I'm sure we're probably missing a few that have probably, probably been probably on the 40, show. <laughs> probably 40 that we just can't think of. Because that's what we're really good at. Uh, yes, we're really good at coming on the show, spouting nonsense, and then forgetting everything yeah. that we ever <laughs> said and every person that we've ever had on the show. And well, that's going to happen. That's gonna, You know, we've had... Over the five years, we've
2: had a couple of guests every week for five years. We're well into the 300 guest range, right? You think so? If I just did fat math, yes. But we've had
0: repeat guests.
2: Yes, but sometimes they'll bring someone else and so on. In a little behind-the-scenes, guys, is everybody who comes in here has to wear a name tag for security purposes, right? Oh, it's super
0: helpful. And thank God, yeah. because
2: sometimes you're like, I've seen you before, but it just doesn't click until you see that name tag. <laughs> you're blowing our cover,
1: oh, Fred. sorry. That's
0: okay, though. Uh, thank you, sir. Hey, Rivers, you are the best. Seriously. I am the best. Uh, and so are you. But, uh, yeah, so thank you again to uh, Dogfish Head Brewing Company and uh, to my girl Ashley up in uh, up in 10K. I know they're having a tough time up there, but that's what we do as we rally on this show. Thank you, Manny Hill. We will talk to you tomorrow. For Mike frataloni. my name is Chris Reavers. We'll do this again next Thursday night. Until then, cheers.
1: Since you took your love